0: Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 136, University Church Communities. We are broadcasting live. Well, live for us. Well, live for me and my two daughters. I have Hi. a very special group with me today. Uh, the uh, legendary, at least in my heart and mind, uh, Kylie Jordan Monahan, Kayla Joy Monahan. They do have the same initials, and their mother has the same initials because I rolled like that with them, but they are home for the holidays, which you know as a father you don 't anticipate how uh how silly fun it is having your children home uh for the for, for the holidays experience it first at thanksgiving now they 're home for the longer stay for the Christmas holiday. Uh, Hey, hey, welcome to The Shed Quarters, ladies. How about just introduce yourselves briefly and we'll get into maybe our topic of discussion uh, for today.
1: Um, I can start. Um, I'm Kayla, like he said. Um, I'm a junior at Washington and Lee University. Um, I'm a business and classics double major, creative writing minor, and
0: at... I don't know what I show me. Work say. in the library.
1: Yeah, I do a lot at w I love my school with my whole heart and
0: soul. Legendary residential, what do you call it? Residential advisor or yeah. assistant? The RA? The, the, yeah, I'm an RA. The person waiting for freshmen uh, coming, coming to the dorms. That's kind of cool. I would love it if I had a freshman coming to college and Kayla was going to look after him, to be honest. All right, and to my right, behind my flat panel monitor, <laughs> under there...
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, my name's Kylene. I go to Suwannee University. I'm a freshman there this year, so I just finished up my first semester. Uh, we don't declare our majors yet, but I'm planning on doing the pre-engineering track that they have, which is like a liberal arts partnership with engineering schools, majoring in physics. And yeah, I'm on the soccer team there, which has been really cool um, playing this past fall.
0: And we're going to give Kylene the gold star of the day for being all-conference, all-region. But freshman of the year or something else, uh, I've been embarrassing her, so I'll stop now. Kylie had a great freshman year. I enjoyed watching her play football. Uh, but good good to have you guys here today. Now, today, we are extending a series. We, do, we did a series the last couple of years a few times called Kayla at College because Kayla was the for, forerunner into the university scene of what it was like being a a student who wants to walk with Jesus, have academic rigor and a social life on campus and what that's like. But today we're going to extend it a little bit to talk specifically with both the girls because they're both traveling this journey. We're going to talk I about something songs they make. I love all school. that we uh, used to have a feature here on the uh, Gospel Underground called Take Them to Church that Jesse would talk about being a church guy as a pastor. And we use this uh, wonderful Uh, intro intro music that I need a church, but it's never been more true than when you kind of leave your house. It's kind of an exciting time uh, for church because if you love your home church, you'll miss it. If you don't like it so much, maybe you won't miss it and you get to launch out on your own and kind of select a congregation or not as many college students maybe float during this season or not uh, while in school. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that with the ladies here today. Uh, about developing uh, your own kind of Christian convictions in college. Uh, our goal has never been, and this is something for the, if you're a parent out there or or even a college student, we have both that listen to this podcast, uh, the goal in college isn't just keeping your faith. Uh, I talk to some parents sometimes, like, how do I keep my kids a, a Christian while in college? Well, that's never the goal, never been the goal. Uh, the goal is how do we thoughtfully engage with people in culture as followers of Jesus in this world? And so uh, framing it that way, I think, is immensely different. I don't know, how does that sound to you guys if I, if I were sending you off into the world saying, hey, hope you stay Christians, or hey, how do you thoughtfully engage your academic study, your friends, uh, with the gospel as a follower of Jesus. Does that feel different to you guys?
1: I mean, the first one kind of made me laugh because I've, you've never framed your faith or family's walk with the Lord or our individual kind of faith like that in a way that's like, okay, here's what you have to do. Here are the rules. Um Good luck. Don't choke.
0: It's um, <laughs> funny way to put it. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I hope you stay a Christian. Like, yeah. Oh no, you're going to be hit with the world. And like, yeah, yeah you are. Um, But that doesn't mean that like you have to follow some legalistic or like even like moral compass kind of thing. Um, It's more just you living out your life as a human being and part of being who you are at this point in our lives is who we are Christians, right? And so if that's the center of who I am, then of course it's going to spill over into my work, into my school, into my friendships, into my relationships because that's just – me there yeah. it's not a thing i'm holding on to it's just the core of my identity and so yeah. i think framing it that way makes more sense to me um
0: yeah it's a, it's an interesting thing because one of the desires right that your mom and i have for you guys since you were little is you learn to take uh, initiative with your own lives uh in all areas right and mm-hmm. Obviously, faith is in a compartment of life like the glove compartment. It's more like a holistic uh, view of all things. I love the old C.S. Lewis quotes. They, they, you know Belief in God is like the sun. Uh, you don't look li- directly at, at it, but without which you can't look at anything. And so um, taking the initiative with your own life. Kai, you've been a freshman halfway through freshman year. The academics are overwhelming you. I'm sure you had a very difficult time pulling out C's. Uh, but how's that? How's it been taking the initiative with your life? there? She didn't it's get Yeah, Kai uh, got a four point oh with ninety nine point nines. I'm sorry, I'm no, embarrassing. Yeah. I just got the cut it view yeah. from Kayla.
2: <laughs> it's all right. No, I was gonna, I was going to say like with your um, talking about the goal being it's not to keep the faith, like it's not sending you off, like stay a Christian, because I think that in answer to what you're saying, it frames it more like obligatory, whereas it should be a a desire, desiring God, desiring to pursue your relationship with him and wanting to deepen your own faith versus like this is who I've been raised to be and I have to stay this way because we don't want to stay this way as Christians. We're called to grow in all walks of life. And so I think keeping your faith sort of constrains it in sort of like I want you to stay a Christian, which like stay where you are.
0: Lock in like a seven-year-old or something, mm-hmm. which
2: yeah. isn't where we're called to be, it shouldn't be a like a simple childlike view of Christ and view of God as beautiful thing. I mean, God calls yeah. us to be childlike in our pursuit of Him, in our trust, yes, and our yeah. trust in Him. But it doesn't mean that we stop at VeggieTales. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, VeggieTales is awesome, but you can yeah. we keep growing in that. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. This is something that I've experienced with both of you. Um not only is your growth yours, but it 's like um, inspiring helpful, challenging uh, to to my own faith or walk with god and and uh, i've really enjoyed I remember a conversation that I had on the on the deck i 'm looking out of my deck here from the shed quarters where Kayla was calling me to talk about an educational book she was reading about, who was basically a communist, I mean, literally a communist yeah. and interacting with ideas. And even just a couple of days ago, Kai and I having a, a long discussion about the canon, how that happened, different Protestant Catholics. And I uh, hadn't hadn't visited that discussion in a few years, but I was like, man, I, I still I still remembered it. So you guys sharpen me, Kai, you're, you're memorizing scripture, Kayla, your, your leadership with younger people on your campus. It's been really, really good and challenging and enriching to me as well. So taking an issue with your own life, so your college experience, right? Just share your your junior, Kayla, Kai's a mm-hmm. freshman, uh, share a little bit about local church life because there's, you know, sometimes in college, there's all kinds of clubs and groups, including religious ones, uh, as well as... Um, you know, local churches that some, some college students tend to drift and maybe get more involved in clubs and maybe not as much as in church, or maybe it becomes easy to sleep in on Sunday mornings, or there's challenges, obviously, with schedules. Um, how, what local church did you guys end up uh, a part of, and how'd you end up there?
2: Yeah, so obviously every school and every college is going to be very different because there's so many different factors. Um, at Swanee, it's a very remote place, and There's honestly not that many firmly established big churches. There's a a lot of, like you're driving by and there's a small little church building there. Little country churches. Yeah, yeah. and I've been to a few of those as well. Um, I got plugged into a place called Grace Fellowship, and that's where I'm currently pretty involved, and I I love it there. It's a small church plant. Um, We had our one-year anniversary um, a couple months ago, and it was it was great. I found that through. Honestly, I heard about it. One of my teammates who's been a real blessing to me, she knows the pastor and his his family pretty well. And so she told me about it. and I was like, OK, I'll probably check it out eventually. And then I ended up seeing them again at one of the campus clubs events. So I got involved with crew, which is campus ministry and the pastors actually there because they're partnered with the crew. I was like, "Okay, cool. That's that's great. Like I am going to try I'm trying to find a church right now." And I was definitely very discouraged at first because like I said I'm on the soccer team and the first 3 weeks of school I couldn't go to church at all. I couldn't even try different churches to find things because I had practice on Sunday mornings and I had a scrimmage on Sunday morning and then later in the season I had games, which on, is another on the
0: story. travel traveling on a bus or something. Yeah. Like
2: so it was really disheartening, but when I ended up being able to go to Grace, I just really found a good community there, and been, they've been amazing and just helping me, encourage me in my faith. And it's a lot of students go there, so I, I go with my friends. They have a van that picks us up, which is great because Swanee is pretty remote. It's like fifteen minutes away, which is not bad, but college students' transportation is kind of rough on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. So it's really cool that we have like a van that we can go down and visit them.
0: Awesome. Yeah, Kyling's campus is 13,000 acres on the Cumberland Plateau in Tennessee. It's really remote. And so one of the things for me as a dad, we looked at all these things with both girls, like the different pieces of the puzzle that they wanted in university, academic, social life, location. Uh, Kai was getting recruited for soccer, but that was the one thing I wasn't sure about at Swanee was the local church setting. And then Robert and Lindsay had been planting that church. We didn't even know. It was one of those kind of Uh, Smiles of grace, providence that you didn't know about. And, and, you know, I've I've met the pastor. Obviously, I like pastors. Girls make fun of me hanging out with my pastor friends. Um, And really grateful that that kind of serendipitous kind of providential leading uh, was was able to happen. And Kayla, I think you shared a little bit in the past on this podcast about your experience because you went to college right in the midst of— Yeah, whatever uh, measures of lockdown. You were a freshman in lockdown. And so that made local church, which is a gathering of human beings, right, uh, under the the word of God and the sacraments and and rightly ordained leadership. um, You were in your dorm with Zoom and stuff. What was your process like uh, finding a local church community?
1: Yeah, so coming into college, um, we th- what was really cool is before I even left home, we got to kind of preview some churches because everybody had pivoted to be online. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so as a family, I got to turn on a couple churches on TV that we would watch on Sundays that were in Lexington before I even got there um, because a guy that I was in a service cohort with as freshman had reached out to me after I mentioned something in a call we had that I, oh, sorry, I'm late because I had Bible study. He was like, hey, are you a Christian? I was like, yeah. (laughs) He's like, cool. Have you looked at churches? I was like, I didn't even think of that. Um, And so we did that, which was cool. We actually ended up watching the church that I went to. um, But I was like, well, I don't know if that's the right thing. They have a pastor transitioning out right now. Like this just seems like a lot. And they all look really old. And i
0: They all look really old. Yeah,
1: that was my first thought. I was like, I don't know about this. So I got to Lexington, very, very strange year. Didn't realize how weird it was until later. Um, But fall term, I was like, I don't want to bring any risk of COVID to anyone who is not a college student, aka going into a church community (laughs) with old people. (laughs) people. (laughs) (laughs) And so I didn't go to in-person church fall of my freshman year at all. Um, but I did watch a church um, called Rockbridge um, Church that was great. Really enjoyed services. Would just sit in my dorm room basically Sunday mornings and watch it on Zoom. Um, and I would want to watch it earlier than their time slot was, so I would watch the week that they before, <laughs> right. so that I could watch it at the yeah. time I wanted. So that was nice. Um, and then winter term, rolled and hence around. friends.
0: this is one of the problems with the online church. You're just consuming it basically. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was, it was definitely strange. Um, and I knew I wanted to get plugged in in person, but I kept using the pandemic as an excuse. It's like, oh, I can't go. Oh no. Um, and so I didn't. And then winter term, one of my friends who actually came on campus for the first time that semester um, she's like, I want to show you my outfit. I was like, okay. So she came by my room to show me her dress or whatever. And I was like, oh, you look great. Where, where were you? She's like, oh, it's a church with all these people. And the guy who's actually was driving everybody was the same guy that I had. Um, he had been the one who told me to watch churches online. Ah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, "Oh, I love all those people! Can I go with you next week?" She's like, "Sure, I'm just like, yeah." So there were probably seven or eight of us piled into Tyler's pickup truck. Um, he's from Texas. It's
0: like a cab pickup truck. Not you're riding in the back of the pickup truck, correct?
1: Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. No, there were. Yeah, we we mostly sat in each other's laps in the back seat, not the. Bed of it yeah yeah but yeah it was illegal but it's okay um and so our mentor from the service cohort who actually has disabled me for going on three years now um also attends that church with her family and her Uh. kids who we're all obsessed with so it made a lot of sense for us to start going there but uh, not many students from my school went at all um they had a couple vmi cadets my school is right next to um the virginia military institute so there's kind of cadets that they're allowed out on Sundays for church. <laughs> so you got to see some, um, but they really hadn't had WNL students before, but because of COVID, we couldn't really do much in community anywhere on campus yeah. in general. And so church gave us a way to kind of do that and see people and meet new, new people, especially a community that was not all 18 to 22, Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which was awesome. And so, we got really plugged in. I was really involved with some other ministry stuff, so I couldn't dive in as much as some of my other friends did, but they got involved with Awana, helping out with kids on Sunday mornings, yeah. leading worship, singing. We've all gotten very involved yeah. with the church. And from then, I haven't barely missed a Sunday since, yeah. I think. Um, it's really become home for me. I was in Lexington this past summer and did BBS there, which was awesome. Um, and so it's really just been an amazing community and a a solid like home for a lot of us that were searching for it and you know, you know, stuck in it (laughs) as a
0: father. I I looked, you know, checked out both pastors. They, I think went to the same seminary where I graduated from, which was encouraging to see, because I at least would know what they were trained in. And, uh, but they're, you know, people that, and then both of you guys have commented on how you've enjoyed the pastors and and their Mm -hmm. families, their wives and kids and things like that. What, what, what would you guys say to the question of like, um, well, I like going to a campus ministry better because they're all eighteen to twenty three. Um, what's the importance of multi generational folks, like of all stages of life, being together while you're uh, twenty and know everything?
2: I mean, since I do know everything, it is <laughs> it is quite the conundrum here. Um, I'm kidding; it not at all. I think there's a balance for both. I really have loved crew so far which is the campus ministry that I'm plugged into and it's really cool to have Bible study with folks that are going through similar things and taking time out of your Sunday when you're like studying a lot and just taking time for the word but I feel like having just a almost a spiritual like recentering not a reset but recentering myself on Sundays and just seeing other walks of life and my church is very small but people who are like older than me or people are like seeing the kids running around (laughs) and remembering when that was me in our living room. It's really cool. And I think very important just in how God calls us to interact with different people and different people comes in so many different forms of diversity. But one of those is definitely age range. And I feel like it's been really cool for me. I've met this older guy. He doesn't go to my church, but he is works in the cafeteria of my school and he's actually a pastor at a church. It's like a lot further away, but I've been once and he has been so inspiring to me. He's to the guy that checks
0: you in when you yeah, go you into like the, the dine, swipe into the
2: you do your little beep and you walk in and he's like, Hey Kai, and you have a little <laughs> chat and now he tells, he like shows me the worship song you just found and he like shares Bible verses with me. This is also a small school experience. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, both the girls at our schools that are around two thousand, yeah. just under two thousand students. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But it's really it's really inspired me to, you know, see how I was talking about like further on in that walk of life when you're walking with Christ. Like it's not just stopping where I am. So that perspective is really good. But I really do think that having others your age and getting plugged into campus ministry can be really helpful. I don't think it's the end all be all if for, for Christianity because, you know, some there's lots of different people at a campus ministry. There's lots of people in different stages of faith or maybe not, not Christian at all, and they're just you know here to try it out, which I think is wonderful. And I love that I can invite my friends who are maybe not there, not not even Christian. I can invite them, and they might say no, but just planting those seeds is but really important. That you can important. feel comfortable
0: bringing yeah. them with you. Yeah. And they're
2: not going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm in a room of like... Old church people, what's going on? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. that That's a big deal to be able to take friends that are not yet uh, in the faith or have questions or maybe even skeptical that know that you can bring them somewhere that, yeah, you trust that they're not going to, you know, be pushed away in some weird, awkward kind of thing. And so, yeah, so that, that uh, I mean, obviously you guys know I became a Christian through a campus ministry in my college years, so we love, love, love campus ministries. Um but could you do a lot of times students might say, Hey, I don't need a church because I've got university or crew or navigators or, or RUF or whatever. What, what, how would you, what would you guys say to that?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that being plugged in somewhere is the most important thing to start with. Um, and if that is, you can just go to a large group once a week do on, a it. Thursday night, on, yeah, on a Thursday night. Um, do it like y- get plugged in somewhere is the bottom line. But I do think there's so much value, um, in really forcing yourself to take the time and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because making yourself take out two hours of your day, um, is a pretty big commitment on a weekend. It just is in college. Um, cause it's time you could study. It's time you actually get to rest. It's time you, Get up on laundry. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's valuable time. Yeah. Um, and you're choosing to not only get up and leave um, and go somewhere, you're going somewhere that's not about you. Mm. Um, and I think that for me has been super valuable. Um, I have a pack of freshmen now that I take with me um, that all, we all load up in my car um, and and we never come down on anybody if they can't make it. If something comes up, it's never like, oh my gosh, how dare you? You have to go to church every week or you're a bad person or a bad Christian or whatever. Yeah. But it's really just a place where we can go rest and be taken care of. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of times in campus ministries, which are, which are great, mm. um, it can still feel like some of that busyness is still there depending on where you go. It can still feel like everybody around you is in the same mindset. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you might all intentionally be taking, you know, an hour or two out to like worship and go to a meeting, which is fantastic. But you're still all thinking I have homework after this. Um, Or you're still all thinking I'm stressed about X, Y, Z that are all the same things. Um, And I think being around a community that's different than you Mm -hmm. really makes you realize that like your little world does not that's not it. There's yeah. there's a lot more to it than just what you're doing on a day to day basis. I, I love
0: the way you said that, Kayla. I was like I need to go somewhere that's not just about me. Yeah. Um obviously <laughs> the the self evident thing should be for all believers that church isn't just about me. Uh we go there for the worship of Christ, right? It's uh it's a gathering of God's people, it's a place for one anothering, right? But in America in, these, in, in in the U.S. America, um, we, we, we tend to hear things, and I heard this certainly when I was a pastor, like people treat the church as like a buffet of things there for them. Now, obviously, we want the church to be edifying, encouraging, build you mm-hmm. up, right? There should be, you know, I, I enjoy being here. Yeah, You know, it's not like a torture hour or something. <laughs> um, but uh, how would you guys unpack that? Hey, I need to go somewhere that's just not about me. Um, Kaylee, you shared a little bit about that. Like, Kai, do you have a similar feeling that it helps to get off the campus into a community that's different than you?
2: I'd say I definitely agree with it being a grounding experience and seeing seeing just outside of your little college bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you're at you know the university and you're just in your routines, which are important and I'm, I'm all about our full family's very <laughs> routine. Yeah. Um, but I feel like at least for me, it definitely shows like how small you are, which I find really encouraging. And I've just been, I've grown a lot in my faith. I think this past semester in trying to just approach everything with a, a stance of gratitude and that, and sort of trying to find what humility truly means and i think stepping into somewhere where you see others who are a lot further along than you and are a lot not better but all, like you kind of say like you're better in your faith than i am <laughs> and yeah, yeah.
0: that's that's Deeper, not true mature. but that's how yeah, it
2: that's yeah. how it feels yeah and i think it's really important to to see that and to know that you're not you're not all that yeah but i do want to say like on behalf of Campus Ministry, like, (laughs) crew has been amazing for me this semester. And I really, really struggled the first month of college. And I think that's completely normal, no matter where I would have been. But finding other Christians, especially on a campus that just feels really dark sometimes. it's It's really cool to see other young people all just wanting to come connect with other young people, especially yeah. on times when there's a lot of other things going on on that night and you're deciding to do this. Yeah. And when we sing together, it's it's another just humbling experience and just yeah. knowing that there's we are here in the service of a higher power not, and yeah. not all about us, yeah. not ourselves.
0: Yeah, and universities have kind of taken some shtick recently about how they make it club med for 18 year olds or trying to cater to everybody's needs and wishes obviously to various degrees and other and obviously um you know the girls sometimes their mother uh will make comments about certain things that happen in the world and they're like mom we're in college we've heard this language before we see these things you guys are at a place where people they party a lot they're doing a lot of things, right? Some people get outside of mom and dad; they just go buck wild, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. How does having a community of believers help you navigate? Kind of maybe the party life, or Kayla's in a sorority now, <laughs> where I, I heard that sororities and fraternities might party a little bit. How do you? How does that? Never. <laughs> never. Yeah they Ky- don't do that. kylie's like on the mountain here in the middle of nowhere <laughs> a lot of things going on um speak to a little bit about you know how you stay grounded in that but yet maybe connect with it a little bit people if they're in that world
1: there's a lot of parts to that question um okay well i'm just gonna start trying to unpack that and we'll go from there um I think that for me going through college and honestly me going through my entire life, my closest core friend groups have not necessarily nor often been entirely if at all Christian. Um, That's been very normal for me, um, which has been a huge blessing in many ways and also really, really difficult in other ways because I've always had firm convictions for myself. um, And I've been, Decent, I would say, at navigating how you can maintain relationships and grow really close friendships with people that do believe things that are entirely different from you and engaging in that in ways that's really fruitful. And we have a lot of discussions and a lot of really interesting conversations and and still maintaining like love for one another. Um, But I really prayed a lot last year um and was feeling very isolated even yeah. though I go to church with a group of college kids who I love and even though I've been in college ministries in the last couple of years um that have had great, you know, fellow Christians, they were not kind of my inner circle. Yeah. Um and I was just praying like God, I really, really, really want someone or some people who understand why I live the way I do, why I care about um Why I don't drink. I personally don't drink. Um why twenty one. Yeah, I I can say that now (laughs) as I'm legally allowed to. Um yeah, yeah, I I don't drink. I've never wanted to. I still don't want to. Um, why I have this these on sex that I do. Um, what I want and a future relationship. Um, what I think marriage is. That's a fun one in college as people start thinking about that and getting freaked out by that. Um and so I just really was praying for someone to come along that really um was just on the same page as me. So I didn't feel alone. Um, and not that I minded being alone, but I didn't want to be alone all the time. Um, and God mercifully and miraculously provided not one, but two freshmen this year, um, who have been just absolute lights. Um, some of the most just ardent Christians I've ever met. Um, and, it's been really, really encouraging to finally have that, to, you know, make decisions and be bolstered by Christian women who are like, you know, thank you for being example for us on how to interact with guys or how to, you know, how to party safely or how to, you know, if we want to go out, yeah. cause I, I mean, I go out rarely, I'm a grandma, yeah. <laughs> but I do go out sometimes yeah. and like, you don't have to drink. You can go have fun. You can come back whenever you want. There's no pressure. And, and I think, it. yeah. and there's ways to navigate it. That's still fun. Yeah. Um, and so I think that for me finally has been a massive blessing of not feeling like I'm isolated and getting involved in campus groups that really all, you know, everyone really loves the Lord. But. There's also a level of, okay, where does judgment play into that? That's something I've had to wrestle with yeah, um, as well because it is difficult feeling like I have all these convictions and watching people that I care about or
0: do things that you do might things. think are foolish or mm-hmm. harmful to themselves. And they,
1: or, and they know that. And I they know you
0: that. think that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But not in a way of me coming down on them, but they yeah. know like this is not the way I live on intentionally, not yeah. by accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think having Christian community to bolster you in those moments as well of being like, Hey. Yeah. I want to love this person well. I don't really know how to do this, and asking for help um, from peers who are walking through similar life circumstances has been a super, super valuable thing for me as well.
0: Awesome,
2: awesome. Yeah, I would say I'm a little less far along the line, but I feel like one semester in college definitely you you see all of a lot of it, (laughs) all the things, Um, (laughs) a lot of the things. (laughs) Um, I think for me, I was sort of I've been sort of surprised at myself a little bit in the way that I've walked through not in a bad way but i've walked through interacting with others i'd say from a christian community like i feel like there's two directions that people who have been raised in like christian homes and maybe like people who are like you need to stay christian when you're in college that we yeah, talked about earlier yeah, yeah. I like there's like two directions that they go they either are like oh my gosh here's the world and a little bit craziness happens
0: yeah yeah um yeah.
2: A little bit, they go nuts. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: I've (laughs) seen that over the years in campus ministry, watching kids who grew up really squeezed by their parents explode into crazy, yeah.
2: Yeah, so there's that approach, and then there's the approach of sort of isolating yourself from the others who are doing those activities. Kind of legalism. Yeah, yeah, or not even like that intent, but just sort of you don't know how to engage engage it. it. And I mean, that's completely fair. I don't really know what I'm doing either, but... So instead of trying to relate to them, you just sort of, like, cut it off entirely. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've seen that a little bit, too. I thought I'd probably be more in the second camp, if I'm honest, going into (laughs) college. Just stay away. No, thanks. I'm not about that. And personally, I am not about that. (laughs) But I think this, this past semester, I've definitely, like, seen how I can be around it and still have friendships and relationships with people who are doing things that... I think are wrong, yeah, yeah. but I'm still friends with them and they know that I really do care about them. Mm-hmm. And they know that I'm also not going to do that with them.
0: Yeah. where um, they respect you and yeah. your convictions. Yeah.
2: And I've, I've, it's been really cool to see that respect like sort of develop and not really much that I've done, but just sort of holding to your values. And I think engaging in a way that people can still trust you and think, mm-hmm. Oh, this person isn't just some Christian who's sitting here, like hating me,
0: yeah, staring at me with laser eyes if I drink while I drink a beer or something, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like I can still have fun with you and interact with you, but if if it's going too far, I'm I'm never gonna go there with you. Yeah, and I think I've I've been definitely struggling with this. I haven't figured it out yet, but in just sort of how to share the share the gospel and share why there's a different hope and a different light in what's motivating me to live my life. And I think it's, I think I I have no idea how God's using me, but I'm trying, <laughs> trying to just like be supportive and like here for you yeah. without like going crazy with you. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. And I think there's a balance. Like you don't have to, this is really important actually. You don't have to go be there with them every single time. Like you yeah. can, you cannot do that. Cause I th- think there's some sort mm-hmm. of pressure. Like I'm friends with them and they're going to go crazy. And I feel like I should be there so that they, it's not your job. Yeah. It's not your job. And yeah. it's not your job as a Christian to have to show a different way. Like every time just being there, yeah. you can live apart and actually living apart is what we're called to do. And people see that you're living apart and they might think to heck with you. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Like 20 years later, they might be like, "Whoa, that weird person has a different hope and a different truth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting rhythm because, uh, you know, both you guys, Kayla on a sorority, Kylie on a soccer team, <coughs> excuse me, there's a, uh, There's a community of people that you want to affirm them as human beings. You want to have Mm -hmm. a a presence with them, right? There's a ministry that comes from presence, but yet you're not rolling in all this stuff all the time. And so there's a real tension. I mean, I I actually had to live that tension with kind of a before and after situation when I was a college student, because I was doing this, all this stuff Mm -hmm. one year and then the next year not. And then, and then, you know, I did the role of the guy sober guy taking care of <laughs> of drunk friends kind of thing yeah. and saving them from uh very very terrible things a few times. Uh, oh man, I have some stories, but uh yeah, it's 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 a it's a thing where if you are never around, you don't have that ministry of presence, but you don't you can't you can't roll in all that stuff. And so yeah it's a challenge and like i'm really proud of both of you for how you're walking that and trying to feel the rhythms of i don't want to be judgmental but obviously we don't endorse evil mm-hmm. doing and stuff and uh, yeah you guys have done a real real good job in learning as you go and so well as we close if if you if you were to look at campus ministry, church, local church, um, if you could do 10, 15 seconds on what each of those do well, um, uh, how would you describe that? We'll maybe close with those few words.
1: Anybody go? Okay, I can start. Um, oh, okay. I think campus ministry does a great job of um, providing a space for uh, Christians and non Christians alike to explore what they believe and try and figure out what they believe and why um, in a time where your faith is becoming your own, whether you like it or not, you got to figure out for yourself what you believe. And so I think um, campus ministries can provide an excellent space for that, as well as community and giving you a space where you are comfortable and you feel cared for as you're doing that. Um, I think the local church can really provide a lot of wisdom um, and a lot of community as well Um, in that you can learn from those who are in different walks of life than you. You can learn from people who um, have suffered in different ways than you have um, Mm -hmm. and really learn from those experiences and see how they are faithfully walking with the Lord as well as be built up um, and encouraged. And you can be an encouragement to other generations as well. And so really getting to be loved, on and to love other people, it gives you a great opportunity to do that in ways that are just unique. Awesome.
2: Yeah, that, that's very good. So let's, let's find some uh, new material. And you told me to go first. For, for a local church, I know I had the chance, but I would say for a local church, what they do really well, I think is providing support and honestly prayer for our mm-hmm. community. I think being at a local church and Praying for others in your community, not just your college community, but your your college community and those around you is really important. And I think having that biblical foundation every Sunday is, local churches do a great job with that. And
0: you mean Bible and, teaching? Yeah, yeah, bi-
2: yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What you do get in campus ministry too, but I think, you know, Sunday mornings, hearing a sermon is just, I think, really important and your walk with Christ. And I think Campus Ministry does a great job of just bringing, helping bring people together. It's, I I hear all the time, your first message, oh, find your people, mm-hmm. which is kind of a rough, like everybody says, <laughs> yeah. you'll find your people, like don't worry. But like you might not ha- even have your people here. You might have friends that aren't like your people. And like it's okay if you, like however that turns out. And I think Campus Ministry does a great job of like providing that community and providing a place where you can share ideas and explore, explore your faith, like Kayla said. Um, and just also having that empathy with, you know how it is on this campus too. Let's yeah. try to, let's try to make a difference here or let's try to, you know, share, share what we, we think and explore there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Robert and Lindsay that founded the the new church that Kai is a part of were Suwannee graduates, mm-hmm. right? They, they graduated yeah. from the University of the South as well. And so they also get, what it's like to be in that place. And I know there's some Lexington people who have uh, been there, stayed around, even maybe work at the university and that kind of overlap becomes really, really beautiful. So if you were to say to, you know, the college students listening out there, I mean, maybe some of the college athletes guy who might be listening to this podcast, if you were to say, Hey, why should they make local church a priority? Uh, give us your soapbox, really uh, your t- your fifteen second soapbox on on that, or should they just sleep in?
2: You know, I've I've got teammates out there who who might might start coming with me on Sundays. There you but, go. But sleep is very tempting, I know. So I would say it's it's definitely a sacrifice, but is it that big of a sacrifice? You know, if you do something different throughout all the days of your week, be a tiny, tiny bit more productive. Or you know how you love procrastinating? Just procrastinate another just couple a hours. Bit
0: more. It's a great It'll way be to okay. You
2: know you're going to procrastinate on YouTube anyways, yeah. so just do it differently. Um, and I, it's,
0: I'm going to worship God. And invest in my spiritual life. I can do that homework it's, later.
2: That's such a better way. And yeah. I would say. If you're trying to find what's truly important to you, what is truly important to you? Is your essay that important to you in the long scheme of eternity? Yeah. I would say probably not. I mean, I'm, I do a lot of school, so like I, I'm going to do the essay as well. But just finding a community that, that keeps you grounded and that keeps you pursuing your faith— is so important because it is so so easy in college to just get lost in not even you might not even think you're lost you just haven't made time for it in so long and you're you're oh i'm I'm still a Christian, but like how are you actively pursuing your faith? How are you actively pursuing yeah. God and how opening yourself up to, to seeing how he's pursuing you and I think he can definitely one hundred percent use your local church to reach you and help you to reach others so I highly encourage you amen. Um, I guess not much to add to that, but the two things I would say is,
1: uh, one, if you're longing to be refreshed, if you feel tired, if that's kind of a baseline for almost every college kid I've ever encountered is, Oh, I'm tired. Um, being refreshed is not just taking a nap that those are great. I'm a big nap fan. Um, being refreshed is really getting, um, to live a new life. And that doesn't come by getting rid of habits. Um, It comes by building them. It comes by leaning on others. And and it ultimately comes by resting in the Lord. Um, And to really have that refresh, you need to do something um, about it Um, and to be able to get there and receive. So I say get up. um, It's worth it. Um, And the other thing is that you don't know what a difference you can make also By being there,
0: you bring yourself, bring
1: yourself, um, showing up consistently is not only going to be good for you, but it can be such a light to others. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many people who I have never seen ever, um, will come up to me and a group of us at church, um, and like hug us. I've had people almost in tears being like, thank you for actually being faithful as college students. um, There's nothing we did. We showed up and sang some songs. (laughs) Like we got out of bed. That was it. Um, And that has been a huge light. And then we've also reaped the benefits of that. When that like a group who started a college group for us and has been growing it through us. Um, Making
0: you food and snack bags. Yeah.
1: They bring us stuff all the time. They like made us like exam survival kits out of nowhere just because they loved us. And said, hey, they're at the office. You want to pick them up? Um, So just know that like being in a local church is a way that you can get outside of yourself and really be in a community that you're living in in a way that is so refreshing and is so different than the way you're doing life. And it can be so valuable.
0: Well, because I'm a, a former pastor, Kayla, I'm going to take what you just did there and put it in some rewords. So refresh, <laughs> right? Your, yourself and yeah. the Lord reorientate your story along the lines of the story of God. Because there's marketing and there's all these other stories of self-actualization, achievement, get rich, make this and that that are capturing our attention. We need to reorient our vision, right, on the story of God. Refocus. Uh, for why we live the way we do and who we live for and relaunch into the mission of the work that God has given us and the places nice. he's got. And then I might add one more. You reap some benefits from that yeah. as well. Girls, thank you so much. I, mean, I just love listening to you. Obviously, you know, I'm at the sappy old age now. Whenever you guys want to talk, oh, my kids want to talk to me. Oh, of course, I want to listen to them. But thanks for coming on our podcast, offering your insight, your wisdom. You guys are growing in grace and wisdom and the knowledge of God uh, to me and our listeners. And now, I'm going to recommend two books one that has an ironic name, How to Stay Christian in College by Jay Budjashevsky. Jay Budjashevsky is a professor of political philosophy at the University of Texas. And his book I read uh, when I was uh, working with college students in the late 90s. It's been updated multiple times. But it's actually How to Have a Thoughtful Christian Mind in College. That's how you stay Christian in college, uh, by engagement. And the other one, Welcome to College, A christ Followers Guide to the Journey by Jonathan Morrow. Those are two books I would recommend to develop. But, girls, as you're studying uh, business, as you're studying classics, as you're studying uh, applied science, physics, and engineering – Uh, do so with a Christian mind. Uh, Mathematics as well as creative writing both flow forth in the world by a creative creator. I know you both don't see how both of those things matter quite as much, but your diversity of your intellects has impressed me. Uh, fan them into flame as you walk with him in and beyond your university story. The Gospel Underground is a podcast produced in partnership with the Monahan Home Team and the Bonhoeffer House. Review us on iTunes. Five stars are, are acceptable. Send your comments, feedback, or questions that you might want to take up uh, on the underground to info at gospelunderground.org. We are a dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture. On the college campus, in your home, in them streets. We hope to see you out there. Peace. Stop laughing at me.